Today on Anime Spectacular, you'll hear music from the brand new anime on Netflix called Pacific Rim Black by composer Brandon Campbell. Next, you'll hear music from Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaba by composer Go Shina. In our retro look back, we'll look at volume 4 of Bubblegum Crisis 2033 called Revenge Road by, of course, Koji Makano. And in our movie section, we'll look in, in wonder and amazement at Lupin the Third Castle of Cagliostro by composer Yuji Ono. Sit back, relax, as the show begins now. And streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello, I am your host, Randy Andrews. I've got some great anime for us to look through today. First, let me power up my Jaeger. First today, I'll be sharing with you impressions from the brand new anime on Netflix called Pacific Rim Black. This is a short series. It's only seven episodes on Netflix, and it's exclusive to it. And the top thing about this anime is that season two is coming because it leaves you with a cliffhanger at the end of season one. In my eyes, this is where the movie franchise should have started because you get more fleshed out characters, you get better looking kaiju, and the animation is for the kaiju is spot on and you can actually see them. You don't have the darkness surrounding the kaiju and their lines aren't blurred by the darkness surrounding them. So it would have created an enthusiastic realization of the creatures at hand, known of course as the kaiju. Here's the basic plot of the new series. After kaiju ravage Australia, two siblings pilot a Jaeger to search for their parents, encountering new creatures, characters, and allies. This series blends the unique voices of electric guitar and synthetic elements as well as themes from the original Pacific Rim film. It's an utter thrill ride. There are some similar guitar motifs from the work that Tom Morello used in the original Pacific Rim film with Raymond Duarte, and I hope you can really appreciate this suite of music from the excellent anime by composer Brandon Campbell.
Exploring the world of Japanese animation with the Anime Spectacular, here on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back. Next today, we'll be discussing Demon Slayer Kaimetsu no Yaba, Part 1. And this is by composer Go Shina. Let me strap on my katana. This is a well thought out anime that brings the grief of losing someone to life 
while trying to preserve members of one's family. Demon Slayer Kaimetsu no Yaba follows a boy named Tanjiro Kamado, who finds most of his family slaughtered and his sole surviving sister, Nezuko, has been turned into a demon. However, unlike most demons, Nezuko shows that she can subdue her bloodlust and live alongside others. So, with his sister at his side, Tanjiro sets off to find a way to change his only family back into a human. This anime is brilliantly colored and animated by Haru Sodazaki, Akira Matsushiyama, and Hikaru Kondo. It's a tragic yet wonderfully scripted anime showing Tanjiro's conflicted emotions as he faces his sister Nezuko who has been turned. She protects him at moments that is fully surprising. I thought this anime had a wonderful score with wonderful woodwinds and classic Japanese instruments providing a fully fleshed out narrative tale. There are your usual orchestral tracks and feudal Japan style music, but some of the s- tracks and cues also make use of chants which effectively highlight the uneasiness and tension of the scenes that said songs play over. I hope you enjoy the Sweden music by composer Go Shina. Thank you. 
Swapping Through Dimensions Untold, the anime spectacular takes you through the world of anime and its amazing scores. Welcome back to the show. In our retro look back today, we are continuing our journey through Bubblegum Crisis 2033 with Volume 4, Revenge Road by composer Koji Makano. Here's the basic plot of this one. A racer modifies his car into a weapon of vengeance against the biker gangs of Mega Tokyo, but the car soon develops a mind of its own. This episode alone is really rough even for the progression of the story of our Night Sabers battling the mega corporations of the city Mega Tokyo. Koji Makeno's music progresses with each episode of this great series. For an 80s anime, it has top-notch animation, and it doesn't portray women with super large boobs. To me, that's a plus. I hope you enjoyed this suite of music from Bubblegum Crisis 2033 Volume 4 by composer Koji Makeno.
digging deep into the obscure and dramatic animation styles of Japan, this is the Anime Spectacular with your host, Randy Andrews. Welcome back to the show. We've arrived at our movie section for the program. This pick is a classic Heo Miyazaki film known as Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro. It's a tale of a thief who, I'm told, has had many other adventures throughout the anime world. Here is the basic plot of this fantastic anime. When Master Thief Lupin III, played by Yasuo Yamada, discovers that the money he robbed from a casino is counterfeit, he goes to Cagliostro, rumored to be the source of the forgery. There he discovers a beautiful princess, Clarice, who is being forced to marry the Count so he can find the legendary treasure of Cagliostro. In order to rescue Clarice and foil the Count, Lupin teams up with his regular adversary, Inspector Zenigata, as well as fellow thief Fujiko Mine. This anime was the very first Miyazaki-directed film. It started the ball rolling going toward Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind onto The Wind Rises as his last film. This was a bold move, taking a character and working from an already established property, and there are a few motifs in this score that seem familiar, but they have their own wonderful flair with the score by Yuji Ono. He is mostly known for his work with Lupin as the character progressed, using jazz influences and wonderful melodic themes to create a wonderful world of characters inhabiting that world. I hope you enjoy this suite of music. Thank you. 
Leaping into the world of anime film and television, this is the Anime Spectacular. Are you still here? Good. 
I'm glad you stuck around because the show wasn't quite over. I'd like to end the program with an excellent cue from an ending piece of music from Pacific Rim Black. I think this anime really needs to be flushed out and really examined well. It's a brilliant continuation of the story, and I want you to fully appreciate the pieces that I played today. I'd like to thank Eric Woods for letting me loose on his station, and I'd like to thank Tim Burton for providing the bumpers and stingers throughout the show, as well as David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. Now, I'll play the final cue from Pacific Rim Black, called Atlas Destroyer. And until next time, keep watching your anime, and happy listening. tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to Tee Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio 
at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>